Hey, Gabby. Hey, Sophie. We should start a podcast. Oh, my God. We should start a podcast! Welcome back. Hello, everybody. How you doing, Gabby? I'm good. I'm good. Work was... Work was work. Well, I just got back from visiting my sister and her fiancé. How are they? They're great. We went to a bookstore. I bought seven books. Iconic. We love Someone to see Someone put it. me on a book buying ban. Not going to happen, especially when we go and look at all of the secondhand bookstores. We're going to have to like self-impose book bans Okay, but other. like I feel like it doesn't count if it's a used book. No, because like they're like two bucks most of the time. It's so like it's going like... and adopting a dog. You know, you're giving it a better home. Exactly. Would you, do you want it? It's just going to gonna sit on my shelf for the next seven years. <laughs> <laughs> you'll read it one day you'll read, I, yeah. literally my book my shelf is just full of like TBRs right now and I'm rereading a series I've read 40 bajillion times and I don't even care because it's so good the only books on my book tower that I have are the Lightning Thief series and then the Cassandra Clare Shadowhunter we like, love Chronicles. to see it we love to see it yeah and then I have about six well now it's like 70 books that are on my TBR <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's how life is for us scholarly ladies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should just, like, make this into, a, like, Canadian. a book TikTok. A book TikTok? <laughs> a book podcast. <laughs> we shall tell you about all of the fairy yeah. smut we be reading. I, well, I, I <laughs> usually am reading, like, YA or, like, horror books. TBH. Uh, I, like, I just like fantasy, honestly. Throw some magic in there. Romanticy romanticity my mom yeah. didn't know that term neither did my sister i didn't either actually jasper i think was really? the one who told it to me he was like yeah it's, you like romanticy books and i was like what how, how so have i never clear heard this? what it is romanticy romance fantasy <laughs> romantic fantasy i just i'd never heard it before but i was like oh my god i i love it i love it or a good old romance horror romance horror romance horror romanticery Romance. I think it's mysterance. No. Mr. Romance. Romanticy. No, that's Roman. <laughs> Romancery. 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 <laughs> we would like. Roman. <laughs> Rom. Romance biography. <laughs> Ro- Ro- Romanticical fiction. fiction. <laughs> Romance, historical fiction. <laughs> Ro, historomancy fiction. Roman nonfiction. Roman fiction. <laughs> Roman. Roman. I was gonna say you're saying Roman now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like the Odyssey, if it's romance, so that'd be like. A... Yeah, no, that checks out. Roman romance. 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 Play romance. I guess that's just a romance play. I have a book that I keep meaning to read, and when I finish rereading all of Sarah J. Mass's books, I'm going to read it. And it's, uh, I think it's called uh, How to Be the Perfect Wife. Ooh, is it a mystery killer bookie? Yeah. Yeah, it checks out. It's about this woman, and she's like, oh my god, like I'm the perfect housewife. And then she kills her husband and makes him into food. Oh, and does not surprise me. <laughs> I like started reading it ages ago in Iceland. It was on a bookshelf in a hostel we were staying, the culty one. And... I read some of it and I was like, this is fabulous. But then we had to leave. So I had to leave it there. Um, but I bought it like two years ago and I just, I've never picked it up. <laughs> I really need to read it. Hmm. I need to get back into my mystery phase. You know, I think it would be so fun for us to travel to um, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's go to Boston. We go to like you know Massachusetts, Mass Massachusetts, 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 and like go on a little Salem witch like tour around all the haunted places around Boston. You know where I want to take a haunted tour? Let me guess. The California. <laughs> yeah. Because in San Jose, California. Wait, what? It's in California? Yeah. I thought it was in Boston. No, that's just, you just, you just picked a word. Yeah. yeah. No, Boston, Boston is like very non-important. Is she from Boston? No. She's huh. from New Haven. It's in California? It's in California, San Jose, California. Interesting. But here, let me let me tell you the whole story. So today's episode, I will be covering the Winchester House. The Winchester House is something I have been kind of obsessed with for many, many, many years. Actually, when we first started the podcast, Sophie was like, "You're not allowed to do your first episode on <laughs> no, the Winchester no, House." No, it was it was. Um, we were like, "Oh, what are you gonna do your first episode on?" And I was like, "I swear to God, if it's not the Winchester House," <laughs> and it Which went I- silent. But then yesterday, she was like, I don't know what to do right now. And I was like, just do the Winchester House, man. Like, honestly, I feel like it's time. Like, I got to do it. I just, I was like Timothy there. Treadwell. That's, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Remember you talking about the guy who lived with apes and then was killed by a bear? Which is like, oh, fully did not happen. Yeah. No, he lived with bears and was killed by a bear. Timothy Treadwell. Timothy Treadwell. But oh, this, okay. that, you doing the Winchester House is like me doing like Timothy Treadwell. Because that's like a very. It's, it's like a very basic story. Like, everyone knows about the Winchester House. It's just, it's so cool. It's so funky fresh. I want to see it. I want to visit it so, so badly. I was looking at, like, the tours that they offer. Hold on. Hold on. They, they have this new thing. So they do, they do tours, of course. Um, they have, like, a walk with spirits tour. Um, and then they have, like, a proper guided tour. I don't know. It's just really, really cool. I, I will touch back on that later. Or you can just go to the 360. You yeah, they also have, like, an online one for, like, $8.99 you can do. So virtual walkthrough? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but hey, let's let's just dive right into this. Sarah Winchester, she was born Sarah Lockwood Pardee, and she was born either in the summer of 1839 or 1840. I saw conflicting reports on this. We don't actually know like what day or month she was born, just summer. <laughs> Not much is really known about her early life, but she marries William Winchester on September 30th, 1862. Wait, 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 wait. Do we know what age she was when she died? Because couldn't you backtrack? Ooh, hold on, hold on. I have when she died, but... We're about to solve this mystery. We're about to solve this mystery. No one's done it before. That's so funny that that didn't even fucking cross my mind. 1922. So, 1839. 1839, yeah. Some, But some people say 1840, so I just... Okay, 1939, though. There we go. 1839. 1839, sorry. I'm so used to things being 19. <laughs> September 30th. 1862, she marries William Winchester. And William Winchester is the son of Oliver Winchester, who owns the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. It's like the Winchester rifle. It's the Winchester, yeah, it's the gun company. Question. Yes. Was she related to um, Dean and Sam Winchester? Well, (laughs) I don't think they were actually related to the Winchesters. I think that was just a quinky dink. Hmm. Or were they? I can't remember. I honestly, I feel like I blocked out large parts of that show from my brain for good reason. Maybe I should rewatch. For it. good reason. <laughs> Maybe I should rewatch it. What do you mean for good reason? It's just that the later seasons get so, so, so bad. Oh yeah, well that's like literally every single show ever. No, but they get so bad. Like I watched all fifteen seasons of that show because. Yeah. But like it gets so bad. I think I always stop watching when they go to like heaven. Or wherever. The last episode did make me sob though, yeah. violently. That that shit hurt. 
But yes, the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, they make guns. I'm personally not a fan of guns. Getting political here. What? Getting Why? Political here. Why are we getting political here? I don't know. I just just, I just... like move on. <laughs> I just I just I don't know. It it, it always feels weird to talk about it because it's like guns, yeah. but I don't know. Guns make me feel weird. I mean, yeah. But I mean, that's like, just like born and raised in like Canada, Canadian an island in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> on June eighteenth, eighteen sixty six, the couple have one child who they named Annie. But she passed away five and a half weeks after she was born from a disease called Marismus. 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 Something like that. Marasmus. 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 I think that's it. Marasmus. Okay. And it's a disease that basically makes the body unable to metabolize proteins. So, you know, Sarah's very shocked and hurt by this. Not shocked and hurt. She's grieving the loss grieving, of the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's grieving. That's the word I was looking for. Fast forward to 1881, March 7th, William, her husband, dies from tuberculosis. And this was just a couple months after both her father-in-law and her mother die. Okay, so, wait, wait, wait. Have you watched Victorious? Yeah. Every time I think about tuberculosis, I think of when they're doing that one play and then they go to the hospital because Trina needs to figure out what a real cough sounds like if you have tuberculosis and then she exposes herself to tuberculosis. <laughs> She's like, I'm just a child with tuberculosis. <laughs> I like, do so, not remember that really? episode. Oh. That's like tuberculosis for me. It's just like. Just that? Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> she was like my favorite character, honestly. Underrated. Underrated. Yeah, so Sarah is dealing with all of these deaths that happen in a very short time. And she falls into a depression. And her friends are very worried about her. So some of them suggest that she goes to visit a medium in Boston. This is, I mean, this whole story is just intertwined with like gossip, truth, myth, myth mainly, and a lot of gossip. She was a young socialite who had gone through a number of tragedies. And after, after her husband passed away, she pretty much tried to disappear from the public eye. Like she wouldn't let people take photos of her. She didn't even keep like diaries so that like, when she passed, they could, like, spread her information. She, was, she became a very private, withdrawn person. When she goes to visit this medium in Boston, allegedly, the medium is, like, a conduit for her husband's ghost. What's the word I'm looking for? There's, like, a word for that. Yeah, it's, like, a conduit. Basically, her husband's ghost speaks through the medium to her and says that every single person who's been killed by a Winchester gun is a spirit who is haunting Sarah and her whole family and is like kind of the reason for these deaths. And she goes, how, how do I like protect my family? How do I ease the vengeance of these ghosts? And the medium tells her that she has to build a house for all of these restless spirits and she has to never stop building because when she does, she will die. What if the medium's just like a real estate agent? <laughs> the medium's just like was like you should you buy must this, go to this California. property. Well, yeah, because her husband's ghost then apparently leads her to San Jose, California. It kind of sucks. Where she purchases a um, she buys 161 acres, and on this acreage is a two floor, six bedroom farmhouse that was still being built. And Sarah looks at this cute, quaint little farmhouse and goes, "Let's make something absolutely insane." And this is when the construction starts. Sarah herself designed most of the house. Originally, she had like architects come in and like make plans, but she doesn't like any of them and they all get fired and she just completely takes over. Because of this, there 
well at the time like there are no blueprints of the whole house from the time like as it was being made only what we've come up with now the house is 24,000 square feet it has 160 rooms 2,000 doors 10,000 windows 47 staircases 52 skylights 47 fireplaces six kitchens and 13 bathrooms sounds like you'd get some really good natural light in there well some rooms some rooms uh, she also insists that the house is built entirely out of redwood, but she actually hated the look of the redwood. So she made them stain it and cover it with like a fa grain. And by the time pho. she did a fa fa grain, what did I say? Isn't it fo? Fo grain. Oh my god, I was pronouncing it like foie gras. I was thinking like <laughs> fa as in like the food with a fo grain. And by the time she dies, over 20,000 gallons of paint are used to cover the wood that yeah, she wanted. It's faux to... leather, not faux no, leather. It's faux leather. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Maybe I need to eat something. For some reason, I looked at it and went, foie gras. Yes. Foie grain. A faux grain? What color? A faux grain. It's, um... Black? No. Yellow? It's... Whoopsies. White? I spelled that very wrong. Purple? Green? No, it's like a brown. Blue. Oh, okay. Like... Some some photos it looks like kind of red reddish tinge, but like yeah, it's just like a brown. Oh, the outside is stylized in like the American Queen Anne style, while the inside is kind of styled more after what is called the aesthetic movement, which meant that everything is like painstakingly detailed. Like the house is gorgeous, and the aesthetic movement believed that everyday objects should look beautiful and feel beautiful so that the surroundings were like uplifting and they would like improve quality of life because you know she's trying to give a space for these restless spirits to like find a home and find peace yeah. so she is trying to make a beautiful house and if you go there you can see like the doorknobs heaters light switches ceilings walls like everything is so intricately designed it's just all, all the photos you see, it just looks so beautiful, honestly. Like, I want to go there so badly. Query. Yes. If she was such a secretive person, how do we know this much about her? Well, see, that's the thing. A lot of it is kind of the gossip because she had people working on this house 24-7. Construction never stopped because she was told when the construction stops, she dies. So I would honestly accept my fate. My bank account would be draining so fast. Well, she, once her husband passed away, she owned half of the stock of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, as well as she inherited $20 million. I know, but just like stop construction and your will be like, give my money to charity and then die. So just using it to make a... Nah, she was, she was going to build. She was going to build. All right, whatever. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the story goes that as Sarah's building this house, She's also trying to, like, kind of trap them in it and keep them away from herself. So she's built it to, like, escape and confuse the ghosts. And the house is a maze. Staircases lead to the ceiling. Doors lead to nowhere but a solid wall. There's one door that actually just you open it and it's just, like, a straight drop from, I think, the second floor? Yeah. Yeah. The second or the fourth? No, I think it's the second floor. Yeah. And the hallways are just, like, a labyrinth. They'll turn a sharp corner and then just end at a dead end or like lead to a single door it's all super cool i want to go so badly but maybe one of the weirdest things about the house is that the number 13 pops up everywhere and seven also pop up a lot too less so because 13 is like the main number okay 
<laughs> There's like 13 window panes of a certain shape or color. Every staircase in the house, except for one, has 13 steps. There's 13 bathrooms, and the 13th bathroom has 13 hooks inside. Like, those are just a few of the examples, but there's definitely a fascination with the number 13. Fun fact about the bathrooms, at the time when she was alive, only one of the bathrooms actually worked, and it was, it was claimed that it was because she didn't want any spirits to, like, haunt the taps. Okay. I don't know. It, it's interesting stuff. In the ballroom, one of the many rooms in the house, there was later found to be a safe hidden, and it was hidden by a large, elegantly carved wooden door. Behind that, there was like a metal utilitarian door. Behind- Utilitarian? Utilitarian. Utilitarian. Isn't that like a political stance? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I was really tired when I was writing this. No. Designed oh. to be useful or practical rather than attractive. Okay. Oh, it's a theory. That's it's what a it philosophy. Is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I was like, you can say something's like utilitarian. Okay. I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that comes up in school. Yeah. <laughs> behind that was the safe door. Then behind the safe door, there was another small door. And after she died, it was opened up and only three things were found inside. Her husband and her daughter's obituary and the lock of her baby's hair. I thought she had multiple kids. No, just the one. Oh. Never had another kid after that. She had a niece who she doted on. Her uh. niece lived with her for like 15 years and kind of served as her like personal secretary, um, personal assistant. And then when she like got married and moved out, Sarah like bought them a house. So she seemed to really dote it on this girl. But after Annie, she never had another kid. I'm just going to talk about some of the most like famous rooms because there's 160 of them. It is also to note that she had arthritis and all of the steps were like half an inch tall, right? All of the steps in the house are actually like all the staircases, the, they're different height levels. As she got older, they did get much smaller yeah, because she, she couldn't had lift arthritis. Her legs. She couldn't lift her legs very high. Yeah, that's there right. Were I know my facts. Three elevators inside the house. That's only three, not 13. Only three elevators, yeah. Also, are you sure that every single staircase was 13 steps? There was one. Are you sure? See, because I'm pretty sure I remember only, like, a couple or some are being, like, they're, they're, like, 26 steps, which is, like, half of 13. I think there was one that was, like, 43. Hold on. Yeah. yeah most stairs in the tall. house are only about two inches, five centimeters tall. Yeah. I okay. don't know. That's fine. But, yeah, one of, one of the most famous rooms is the seance room. It had one entrance and three exits. And what it, defines? I don't and... know. I do not know. I just found somewhere that said that, and I was the like, the other three doors Slay. just like. I guess go it was outside. like she would only use one door to enter, and okay. then would use one of the other three doors to leave. I think okay. that's kind of what it means. And it was said that she would use this room to contact the spirits of her husband and like good ghosts to help her figure out how to appease the spirits, but also like the restless ghosts who resided there, who were killed by the Winchester guns. She was just using it to contact ghosts. There's a story that one time a Meg named Maggie snuck into the room before. A Meg called Maggie. You've done this a twice. A Meg called Maggie. I know. You've done it twice. I know. I think, it, I mean, it was a much more common name. Also. No, but you say a Meg called Maggie. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, my you, God. Like, last episode <laughs> I was editing, I go, what? A maid named Maggie. Yeah. Maid named Maggie. Maybe there you should pronounce the D in a... We got... So she, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so she snuck into the room before Sarah came in for her, her little seance, and she hid in the corner to see what was going to happen. 
And apparently she witnessed Sarah summoning the ghosts and Maggie saw a disembodied hand appear and she ran screaming from the room. Dope. Yeah. It's also said that she would like go in at night and then come out the next morning with like the next plans for what she wants to happen in the house. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I've heard that before. Where, yeah. like, the ghost tell her. What the ghost to build. would tell her what to build, which like defeats the purpose of her like trying to trap them if they know the plan. Well, I mentioned like there was like she was like maybe contacting the good spirits to figure out what would appease them, or maybe she would like do that, put those in, and then like put the secret passageways so she could like get around ah. it. There's a bunch of secret passageways and stuff. There's actually an attic that they only discovered in 2016. How do you discover? It's an attic. Yeah. Just take a ladder up there <laughs> through a little it. hole be like, oh. <laughs> They found it in 2016. That's, is there a basement? There's two basements. What if there's three? Maybe. What, what if there's a bunker there's a, there's, underneath the I was the about basement. to say, there's another separate basement underneath the other ones. Honestly, wouldn't when, surprise I me. I wouldn't put a pastor. Not at all. She's, I love her. She's actually preparing for Armageddon. She has yeah, all of that's her why the house is like that. There. She was waiting for the zombies to you attack. The zombies can't get in. Bum, bum, bum. You gotta ask permission to get in if you're a zombie. I I think that's vampires. It's <laughs> 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 like um um uh, brains question mark <laughs> brains knock knock knock. I want to eat your brains. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another very famous room is what's called the $25,000 room. And the room is just filled with like these beautiful stained glass windows that Sarah either installed then took out, never installed, ran out of the time by her, like by the time of her death. And at the time of her death, these windows were worth $25,000, hence the name of the room. But now they're thought to be worth somewhere in the millions. I mean, a lot of the stained glass that she had in her house was designed by Tiffany and Co. And apparently, like the owner, Mr. Tiffany himself, designed a couple of the. It's a mystery. Windows, yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Tiffany. Go, boy, boss. <laughs> I think my favorite room is the grand ballroom. Just oh, hold on, I need to find photos of the Winchester House ballroom. I don't know the bathroom sounds kind of slay. Do we know if it was a clawfoot tub or like? Oh, absolutely. Did she have a shower? How was the plumbing? She did have a shower, actually. She did the plumbing. How was that? I'm I'm going to get into that. Okay, good. Because I feel like that would be a... But, like, the ballroom's like, yeah. gorgeous. Like, there's a gorgeous organ in the corner. Like, the fireplace, the chandelier, the heavy velvet curtains. Like, I'm so incredibly obsessed with it. And there's there's a story. When was the Great Depression? 1920s. When did she die? Uh, 1922. Okay, so I was like, if this is all this was happening during the Great Depression, imagine her being like, I'm just like building rooms just because like I can't. <laughs> just like because I can't. People just starving, and she's like, mm, what if like a ballroom there? Ballroom and we'll actually rip this out. Because she I'll would also, a, like, she would also like have construction workers spend months working on a room, and they would finish it, and the next day she'd go, okay, rip it apart, and we're gonna do this now. Okay, I mean, well, at least she's like, she's making jobs, you know. Oh, she was paying these guys like good money. Yeah. Like they were getting money. So I mean, okay, she's 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 doing good for the economy, I guess. Um, helping the blue collar workers, coming out for the environment with all that tree. Oh no, down. not at oh, all. <laughs> But yeah, there's there's a story about the ballroom. It says that after she finished it, she sent out invitations and hired these musicians to hold this like huge, magnificent ball. And the night night of the ball arrives, and all of the musicians show up, and they're like setting up, and they're getting kind of confused because there's no guests. There's like servants there, and they just kind of sit down and start to play. 
food served on gold platters, rare and expensive wine is poured, butlers are calling out guests' names, but nobody's arriving. <laughs> nobody's there except for Sarah Winchester. Just sitting there. What a flaunt of your wealth. Oh, absolutely. And, and the it, spirits are there probably too. Oh yeah. Oh, honestly, I bet that's what it was. She was throwing a ball for the spirits. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's totally what she was doing. But then the musicians begin to feel more and more uneasy, and they finally fled at two in the morning. So I mean, like they stuck it out. Like it says, they fled. Yeah. They sprinted they, they out sprinted, of there. They left their instruments, threw them to the side, and ran. Damn, wait, how old was she then? Staying up till 2 a.m.? Look at her go. I, I do not know. Because, like, this is all kind of, like, gossipy myth stuff. So it's like, did that really happen? And eh, we don't really know. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if it did. Did it? And the thing is that, like, a lot of people just focus on the, like, legend part of it all. But she was a really, really bright woman. She built her house in a way to make things easier on herself and her staff. Like I said, she had three elevators installed in the house later as she got older she had a special shower that she had installed there were tubes running throughout the house that could let a person on the top floor communicate with the person in the basement uh she made her servants life easier by installing little duster blockades in the corner of staircases you know the little like they just look like little triangles that sit in the corner of the staircases so that dirt and dust doesn't get trapped in there when she needed assistance she had like she could press a button on the wall which would show up on a switchboard like apparatus where in the house she was, so the servants didn't have to, like, scramble around looking for her. If she, like, rang a bell, they would just know which room she was in. She also, very rare for the times, had indoor plumbing, hot running water, push-button gas lighting, and air heating. So she was, like, super rich. Oh, she had $20 million not including... Like, that was just what she inherited when her husband died. Oh, my God. Like, a homegirl was crazy rich. That could buy you, like, half a house now. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> on September 15th, 1922, Sarah Winchester passed away in bed from heart failure. At this time, she was splitting her time living on her houseboat, which was called the Ark, and in the Winchester house, as well as she owned another house that was just like a regular house that was close to her sister. This kind of all took place after the 1906 Chicago earthquake. When this earthquake happened, it turned this house from a seven-story house to a four-story house. Like, it was a bad earthquake, you know? How much is the Winchester house worth now? Oh, my God. Millions. I mean, it's it's um, it's um like a California heritage house. Yeah. She spent $5.5 million on the house. That's it. It's currently valued at $6.2 million. That's it? Well, I guess this is, like, California. Oh, wait. That might not, that might have been it. No, it doesn't say. That, that was a different oh. house. That was me reading oh, okay. from the thing and not actually. So probably, like, a lot. Probably, like, a lot. And just, just an extra little, this is, again, rumors, gossip, myths that have become intertwined in the Winchester story. But they say that the day before she died, the men who were working on her house, seeing as she was away, just decided to take, take a little break. They're going to take a little break. They, you know, had lunch, played some card games. Not a single person continued the construction. And then they got back to work. And the next day, Sarah Winchester was found dead in her bed. That rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> But before that happened, construction was happening 24 hours a day, seven days a week for over 38 years. So she spent a lot of time and money working on this house. How many people died working on that house, huh? 
I don't know. A poor person installing that door that goes to nowhere. It's trying to like. Oh my god. Well, because it was probably there. Probably used to be another room there, and then they just took the room off and left the door. They were like, you know what? This is fine. No, but it. It. You think there was just a floating room? Structurally, that's stupid. <laughs> well, it, there might have been like more underneath it. Or it could have been another thing that she would, like, do to, like, confuse the ghosts. Have a door just led right outside. It would confuse the ghosts if you lay the place on fire. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a heritage site. No, I'm not saying now. (laughs) I'm saying for her. For her, just let it up. up, If they get too used to it, burn it down to the ground and then rebuild it again. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. With, like, a slanted roof and maybe some, like, brickwork. Like... (laughs) Some rock exposed concrete. I don't know. I feel like it would be cute. Yeah, just just spruced up a little bit. But yeah, at the time of her death, she left everything to her niece. Like I said, she doted on this girl. Except for the house. The house was never actually mentioned in any will. It was just kind of given to the niece. Well, that though. makes sense because like she probably didn't want her niece to have this haunted house. Yeah, she was like she's like no one should have it. This like bajillion dollar house. I wonder if she just wanted to like sit and fall into disrepair. And now it's a huge tourist attraction that I really want to visit. Big last hurrah would be lighted on fire. The Winchester Mystery House. Oh my god, is that the house? That's the house. Oh, I didn't think it would be that big. Oh, it is huge. It's 24,000 square feet. I know, but I always like pictured it just somehow like looking normal. And just somehow no. Being no. You see what I mean by maybe it was just a room that she added? Like, it's a sprawling, huge Yeah, I didn't mansion. think it would be so sprawling. Um, wow. They do, like, a walk with spirits tour uh, where guests will attend the wake for a departed soul in the parlor of the home, ascend to the third floor to experience a Victorian era Okay, why are we continuing to do ads for haunted places? (laughs) I just really want to go. Yeah. It's, like, $41.99. Oh, that's actually not bad at all. American. Yeah, that's not... That's, like, I don't know how much it is Canadian. They also have, like, a guided tour, and it's... You can see 110 of the 160 rooms, but I'm, like... Why can't I see the other 50? It's probably just the bathrooms. I don't care. Why can't I see every single room in you the house? You could an extra $100 for that. But like funky, funky fresh. I would love to see the Winchester house. Honestly, just just, just to like go in and explore. Like, he's so cool. Just get a job there. He's so cool. Oh, that would be so, so cool. But just, also I would feel bad because I'd probably just be like gaslighting like random people to be like, no, no, like for sure haunted. Like, Did you hear that? Yeah, there are, like, stories. There's, like, um, there's a story about how sometimes people will see a man pushing a wheelbarrow around, and they're like, oh, it's a gardener who, like, died working here, but, like, stays loyal to Sarah. And then Harry Houdini visited the house, and he, like, went Got in. lost. <laughs> Probably. He went in to, like, debunk, like, myths and rumors, and it says that he came out, and, like, that's where the, the name, the Winchester Mystery House, got coined, because that's what he called it. But it's honestly, it's freaking gorgeous. Like the outside, all the it roofs are like red and like a mini golf palace. It looks like a mini golf palace. <laughs> wow! Well, thank you for the history of the Winchester House. Of course, of course, that's the story of the Winchester House. I don't even know what accent that was. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. Who who wants to go to the Winchester House with me? I do. Hell yeah! <laughs> Road trip. Right, review and subscribe. Pretty please. And stay tuned where I'm going to gaslight Gabby for 40 minutes next episode. Isn't that every it's episode? Just, me just gaslighting Gabby. <laughs> Hugs and kisses. Toodles. Toodles.